to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Rivers of Living Water is here to turn our thirsty world into a Garden of Eden, freely pouring out the Word of God to our desolate world. Now, here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Welcome this morning for being here with us, and we appreciate you coming, and this um, will be the last uh, live program that we will have, and trust that this won't be the last of the last, but uh, we will be uh, signing off after today for uh, however long the Lord decides. We have Thomas Holmes with us again, and we had such a good time last week, and and uh, so we're just going to kind of continue where we left off. And Thomas, are you there? Good morning, Howard. How are you this morning? Just fine. This is this is uh, Thomas Holmes coming to you from sunny Arizona. <laughs> is it real sunny over there? It's a beautiful morning in Arizona. It's about 70 degrees this morning, and and it's a clear sky. God is good, and the world is waking up to his, the opportunity to choose him and choose his ways this morning, Lord. And Howard, it's our prayer that everyone makes that decision this morning and walks with Jesus. Amen. That You know, that's the only thing that really counts. And We can have everything else, and the world's goods and what have you, and popularity, but if we don't know Jesus, we really haven't got anything. The, the Bible tells us if we should gain the whole world and lose our own soul, we, we've really got nothing. So it's so important that what we're going to be talking about today, people listen up, because we are in the last the last days, and we can't afford to fool around and, and uh, lose everything that God has given to us. Um, well, we're, I thought we'd start out by Second Chronicles 7.14. I believe that's where we need to start. That You know, the church is in such a mess today, and it has been for some time, but it seems like there's a great falling away. And because there is no open vision, that everyone seems to be doing that, which is right in their own eyes. And it's time for us to get on our face before God and call out to Him and let Him be the Lord God of our lives. Um, do you have that scripture, Thomas? Second uh, yeah. Chronicles seven fourteen. Yes, I do, Howard. And I'm. Would you like to? In, I'll, I'll start reading in verse thirteen, Howard. Yes. When I shut up heaven. And there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, and the Lord is talking about Israel right now. But yes. the lesson is to all of us. Yes. He goes on in verse 14, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, that I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and heal their land. That's Second Corinthians, um, Second Chronicles, thirteen or Second Chronicles. Excuse me, chapter seven, verse thirteen. And it goes on to say, "Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place." And 
power that the the power of that verse is a promise for every single person who is listening today, because the the demonic world is real. And yes. You, you open the program by talking about how the how the church was in such a mess today, and it is in a mess because they're not teaching the basic precepts of of the of of the Lord, of the Word of God, which is Jesus. Yes. And the the basic precepts is that we all are fallen and live in a fallen world of sin. And when yes. sin is present, the demonic has its playground. And that's a very basic teaching that, that we all need to to uh, get into our souls and then get into our hearts and and, and so, therefore, we can prepare ourselves for walking in this fallen world, which is a spiritual world, more than a physical world to us, Christians. Yes. And you know, I, I think that uh, people today need to realize the need for humbling themselves. We've we have let so much come into the church, and and uh, we've just uh, let the devil come in and just tear up everything and. Even to the point of putting um, Muslims and Christians together and all this kind of what I would consider garbage, because uh, we have just weakened our uh, witness for the Lord in such a way that that no one really takes us serious anymore. And I don't think that a lot of people who profess themselves to be Christians are taking themselves very serious either. So I. I think the first thing we need to do is to realize the need for humbling ourselves before the Lord. And I believe also we need to humble ourselves before one another. And if if we don't humble ourselves, if we don't get down and, and uh, realize that maybe we don't know everything, that we need to let go and let God have his wonderful way with it, then... Uh, the rest of what we're going to be talking about in the program isn't going to make a lot of sense, and it's not going to make a lot of impact. So I feel like right here at the first, we need to encourage everyone that's listening to us today to just to bow your head and just to bow your heart and and your mind and everything else and humble yourself before the Lord and before one another. Does that make sense, uh, Thomas? Pastor, it makes total sense, and, and it's a core. It's people. If you, if everyone listening, God's children. If you're, if you go away from the message this morning with with no other thought, it's that we. The, the one thought I, I, it's my prayer that we all go away with is is that we need to seek Jesus, seek the Lord. In humility, yes. go to a quiet place by yourself alone, so you're not showing off to someone else when you're in prayer, and you're not doing an intellectual exercise or a debate with the Lord. You're humbling yourself in the presence of the Almighty One, the presence of the Creator, the presence of Jesus Christ. The world knows this Christ. The world knows about Him, but yes. knowing Him and and therefore Him knowing us is a, is a is a totally different totally different experience. Yes. And I, I encourage all of you to humble yourself, which means put yourself down and put and let the Lord rise up within you and humble yourself to seek him. We know seek that one Jesus of those 
One of those humblings is uh, that we admit that we're sinners, that we need Jesus. I think so many people today, they, they think, well, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I haven't killed anyone or anything like that. But that's not the point. The fact is that we are all sinners, that we need to be saved by the power of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And if we haven't allowed God to do that in our lives, it doesn't make any difference how good we've been to our neighbors or or what a nice person we are. The first thing in humbling ourselves, we need to realize that there's sin in our lives, rebellion against God. And if we haven't uh, let Jesus be the Savior of our life, we're still in rebellion. Do you, is that uh, what we're talking about, Thomas? Absolutely, Howard. And um, I have a, a, I'd like to bring everyone to the book of First uh, John. First John was written by the same apostle that wrote the Big John, the, the John the Gospel. And John gives us a, a list in uh, chapter 2 of how we can check ourselves to know if we're in Jesus. If we're in Jesus, first of all, the Spirit of Self testifies to us when we ask that we are indeed saved and a child, and a child man or woman of God of His. And He is the only one that... that Provides the test that we have that we can pass with him when we surrender ourselves, put our own lives down, and seek him in prayer. And yes. when in prayer, when we're talking, we turn your Bibles to First John chapter two, starting with verse three. As you'll be able to, you'll be able to know. He'll he'll confirm to you that that you are indeed have have put the world down, put yourself down. And you have died unto him and received the blessings of his blood and his spirit. Yes. In, in 1 John chapter 2, Howard, it asks, do we, we, we will know Jesus, we will know Jesus and know that we're saved when we keep his commandments. That's yes. 1 John chapter 2 verse 3. Am I obedient? Am I keeping his commandments in my normal life? When I, when I get out of church on Sunday and by Monday morning, Am I still keeping his commandments? Am I living the life that he wants me to live? That's test number one. Test number two. We will know, we will know that we know Jesus Christ, the true Jesus Christ of the Bible, when we are in Christ by keeping his word. Yes. The only way we know we can keep his word is if we're reading his word. We're studying his word. Or, and, and not or, but and, where we have the proper teachers to teach us the, the true meaning of what the, of God's Word is. We also will know that we know Jesus Christ. This is number three. When we love, when the love of God has truly been perfected in us by keeping Christ's Word. That's 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. When the yes. love of God has truly been perfected in us. Number four. When at the last hour, which we're getting close, because the Antichrist is coming, and we know he's at the precept of our door right now. Yes. And many antichrists have appeared. Are we seeing this today? When we can see these things happening, that is the spirit within us giving us the truth that we know that we know Jesus Christ. Number six, when everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And we understand that. When we understand that if we, if we hate our brother, our sister, Yes. We're, we're murdering one of God in our hearts now. We're murdering one of God's creations. 
not necessarily one of his children, but one of his creations. And it's our our challenge from the Lord, from the Word, is to love everyone. Yes. It's to love everyone. We're, we're on our first break, uh, Thomas, so we're going to have to take a break. And people think about what is being said here, because these are very important. It is exactly, I agree with this 100%. And if we don't... Uh, Start thinking seriously about what we're talking about. We'll bring some more of it in too after our break. So we're taking our break. This is Howard Eugene Wright. I'm interviewing Thomas Holmes uh, at Rivers of Living Water on TalkStone.com. Now, more Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com with your host, Howard Wright. We're uh, interviewing Thomas Holmes. He has uh, the Joseph plan, and uh, I think we will probably talk a little bit about that uh, now and uh, let him tell about his books and things. And then we're going to keep right on going where we left off. So, Thomas, could you tell us uh, how that they can get involved in in what you're doing and maybe tell a little bit about what it is? The Joseph Plan is, is, is going to be found at the, the Joseph Plan, thejosephplan.org. And it's, um, it was the ministry that the Lord called up about three, about three years ago. And over the last three years, um, it's been a burden, it's been a... a a work of, of love, a work of faith, putting it all together from my years of street ministry and Bible teaching and just being a minister of, of God, of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And on this, this ministry is an end times preparation ministry. It's not, it is not a, a, uh, I am not a prophet, folks. I am not a prophet. But we, we do, rely on those with, the, with the prophetic gift a lot, and we try to incorporate them into the ministry as, as to showing everyone, and we can show you today, where we are in God's prophetic timeline, but also, and more importantly, to overcome the battles of today, how to rise up as a spiritual warrior, how to rise up as a man or woman of God to be an overcomer over all evil today. Because our battle today is between good and evil, it's between Christ and the Antichrist and all of their forces. And we get to make the decision each and every day which side we're going to choose, we're going to be on, which side we're going to, we're going to fight for, which side we're going to make our stand for, which side, which side we're going to walk with and, and, and be. In other words, who are we today? And the Joseph Plan has a lot of teachings on, on, um, on site. And at the end of the program, I'll give everyone an invitation to join us in spiritual warfare training. We have a very, very um, extensive spiritual warfare training system set up on on website, and it's free. There's, there's, um, we we encourage you to, to to get the study manual, and if you can't afford it, just just write me, and we'll send you one free. It's no problem. We, we send these all over the world. By the dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens every week, and we have other ministries um, distributing them in places like uh, Kenya, 
um, we have a large, large uh, distribution going in Kenya and also in, in, in Guyana and in, in Africa. And Middle East, I won't name the countries because they're in a very precarious situation. But they're being distributed in the Middle East, and we're also highly distributed down in the Southeast Asia and in, in, in the New Zealand area and in the Philippines and in many countries. So we're in 145 countries. And, and Howard, the, the Joseph Plan has now evolved past being a watchman of any sort as to the age we're in, because the age we're in, if you're walking with the Spirit of God, should be evident to you. Yes. And First John 4, 6, um, which is my next, my next point here, uh, to knowing if you're in Jesus, says we'll know we're in Jesus when, he, when we know that God listens to us and speaks to us through the, through the Scriptures. He who is not from God will not. He who is yes. God, who, not from God doesn't know this. They don't know that the scriptures are the answer and, and, and that they're being fed. They can be fed every time they open up the Bible. It almost doesn't matter what, what chapter you open it up to. But God listens. God listens, and, and he who is not from God will not. By, by this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. When we're walking in Jesus, and listen up, please listen to this, folks. This is very important. Uh, the Joseph Plan, if we get a lot of criticism on the Internet and in churches because we teach the true Word of God. Think about how horrible a statement that is. We're criticized all over because we speak the truth and let mm-hmm. God take care of the, the fallout from it. Yes. And and Kate and I live wonderful little lives. We're just, just little lives with very little income. But we, we serve the Lord, try to serve the Lord every single day. And when, when we have that spirit within us that we're talking about today, we will know truth from error. Wow. What a yes. gift, Lord. What a gift. And if you're in a state of confusion, go back to your relationship with Jesus. It's yes. always repaired. It's always fixable. He never takes the salvation away from us. We can walk away from our salvation walk. But he never withdraws it. Romans eight fifteen. When he gives us the, when he gives us the, the Holy Spirit, Howard, it is yes. given given to us through the power and the authority of the Spirit of adoption, which means we have been adopted into the family of God, and yes. the Father the Father cannot disinherit us. That is very important for everyone to understand. If you're if you've fallen away from your walk with the Lord Jesus right uh, right now, or one of your children, or your spouse, or a family member or friend, have fallen out of the walk with Jesus Christ, He has not will not forbid you from coming back. Under no conditions will He, if you're seeking Him, that means that means you have not committed the mortal error. If you're seeking Him in His ways, that alone proves you have not committed the mortal error. There's only one mortal error, which is which is uh, denying the Lord Jesus Christ as God. And yes. you seek Him, you repair your relationship through repentance and by humility, which is how we started this program out. Yes. We, we repair our our relationship with Him through humility and by saying, "Please, Father, I'm sorry. Please forgive me." And He always does. That is the great promise of God. He always, always, always. 
on First John, uh, chapter four, verse four. I happen to have it in front of me. When when we are saved and are and know that we're in Jesus, you are of God, little children. Uh, the the Bible, the Word says, and you have overcome them because He who is in you is greater than He who is of the world, and will God will never take that spirit away from you. They can be beat down, they can be ignored, they can be left alone and unattended, therefore not nourished, but it's always there. You simply yes. need to come back to him and get in position with him. How? We've been, we're talking about that this morning. By yes. getting to know Jesus again, allowing the Holy Spirit to talk within us. And we... First John 5.13, we will know that this is all alive in us and be assured, and we have eternal life. When we go to him in prayer, he will explain it to us. What you know, Thomas, I think that this uh, thing of assurance is such a wonderful thing to know without a shadow of a doubt that my life is right with God in these different things that you're talking about that are so important that we use God's Word. We don't use what people say, what we think, or uh, what the latest newspaper article is or anything like that, but we take God's Word like Thomas is doing right now and, and bringing these scriptures to you, which we need to pay attention to these. Uh, we haven't learned it all. If we think that... Uh, We've gotten to the place where, well, we've heard this before. It isn't a matter of whether we've just heard it. What are we doing about it? What are we today? And I hope as you're listening that you'll take this serious, that we need to just uh, realize that there is a, an assurance, there is a hope, and it's not a false assurance. It's not a false security. It's it's knowing Jesus in all of his power and his glory, being able to come before him every day and letting our requests be made known and knowing that he hears us and to have the witness of the Holy Spirit inside that that shows us that we are one of God's children and that we're heirs of God and joint heirs of Jesus Christ and all of these things that we need to uh, listen up today that you know, we're talking about humbling ourselves, and that means listening to God's Word and willing to admit that maybe we haven't done exactly the way we should have. Maybe we've gotten away. Maybe we backslidden from what God had for us. We've lost our first love. We need to return to that, and that means repenting. That means letting go of, of whatever it is that, that tore us away from what God wanted us to do. And so if we're willing to do that today, God is more than willing to to step in. God's not willing that any should perish, that everyone should come to repentance. And, and he will come and restore our first love and restore everything that, that we have lost, that the locusts have eaten or whatever. And um, so we need to call upon the Lord. We need to seek his face. Seek his face of blessing. Seek his face of forgiveness. And and then if we are willing to turn away from our wicked ways, and uh, wicked ways or anything is going against God and against his word. And we don't judge ourselves by what people say. 
people might say, well, you're doing pretty good. But if we're not doing what God tells us to do, and we know that God is giving us another direction, regardless of how good it looks on the outside, the heart is getting deteriorated. It's it's getting away from God, and we need to restore our first love by accepting Jesus with everything he has for us. Um, does um, Thomas, uh, you got something else to say on this? Howard, when, when, we're, when we're talking about a relationship with the Lord, people easily can be divided into two camp, three camps. Those that know they're living their life in Jesus Christ, and, and if they're living their life in, I'm talking about in now, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, they, mm-hmm. humility is a, is a symptom, it's a sign. It's a sign that they're truly walking with the Lord. Humility is something we can we can strive for humility under our own human nature. We can try to be humble, but when we are truly living in Jesus, we are humble, Howard. Yes, we are humble people, <clears throat> and and it, that is a, that is a symptom of what we need, which is the proper relationship of the Lord Jesus Christ to be able to say, because when we are in Jesus, folks. You have the power and the authority right now to say, on the authority of Jesus Christ and through the power of the Holy Ghost, I command, fill in the blank of whatever spirit you're dealing with, to come out of myself, my wife, my child, my whomever it is, fill in the blank, and I rebuke you in the name of Yeshua, the Lord Jesus Christ, and I cast you out, be gone. You have the right to say that right now. And the good news that isn't being preached in church, Dom Howard, yes. is that all of the spirit world must obey. Yes. We're at our second break, and uh, so let's pick this up and go for the rest of the program in, in showing how to do spiritual warfare. Uh, I trust that people have been listening to us and that they have humbled themselves and, and done what Second uh, Chronicles 7.14 so uh, this is Howard Eugene Wright, and and we're uh, uh, this is uh, Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. This is Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com with your host Howard Wright. We appreciate that you're staying with us today, and I trust that you've been listening to the first part of this program and that you are uh, now uh, repenting, that you're getting to God, that if you don't know him already, if you already know him, then that's, that's great. And, and so what we want to talk about now is uh, the scripture that is uh, telling us to... it. It's in uh, Romans chapter 13, the last verse of verse 14. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fill, fulfill the lust thereof. And uh, Thomas, you started out uh, talking about uh, what we need to do. And 
And so let's uh, talk a little bit about that right now. And so just go ahead uh, where you left off at. When we when we are 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 serious about about our relationship with the Lord, we protect it and we we try to grow it each and every day. And that's done by studying the Word, by being, living a life of humility and and truth, and yes. also a, a life that is very very diligent to prayer. I can't stress enough the need to communicate and offer yourself to communicate to the Lord in prayer at the set times so it becomes a habit, but also at all those other times when we, we seem powerless over a situation or person, place, or thing, that's when we go to Jesus. We go to Jesus and call on his name. And when we have the Spirit of God within us, and we've already been talking about that for a half hour, then we, ha- we have the ability to communicate to, to, with the Father. In Hebrews... Howard in chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, and also again in chapter 10, it gives us the guarantee that we have the, we have the authority, the ability to communicate with the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ at any time we call on his name. We have the authority to communicate to the Father, as talked about in Hebrews chapter 4. We have the authority to talk about, to, to speak with, and have Jesus respond. That's a promise of Romans 8. It's wonderful, Thomas, that we don't have to go through someone else, that we can go directly to God. Directly to Him. We can, we can seek Him. We can cry out to Him in pain. We can cry out to Him in confusion. We can cry out to Him simply because for leadership, for, for, and for, and for strength. We can cry out to Him for strength, Howard. And when it comes to spiritual warfare, that is the greatest blessing that, that He gives us. And I'm, 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 I'm going through, if you're wondering where I'm going through right now, I'm, I'm directly in the Biblical Spiritual Warfare Manual, which I wrote about a year ago and is being distributed all over the world, Howard. And, Good. And uh, Good. These lists, these lists, these teachings are all contained in the Biblical Spiritual Warfare Manual, which I authored a year ago. Yes. Because when we, folks, when we're, when we're talking about uh, this, bring this, we don't have much time left in this, um, unless I can talk Howard out of it, this is going to be our last show. We, when, when the, the big lesson for, for spiritual warriors that are in development is that when you are in Jesus, in other words, when you are a saved, spirit-filled Christian, yes. one of the blessings, and it's a primary one, that we can build our life upon is the Lord gives us authority to take command over the entire natural world. Howard, I'd like to relay a little story, take about two minutes, that happened to my wife and I about two years ago. Okay. I was was sitting in my office writing, folks, and my kitty was, uh, our kitty was raising a ruckus up by the front screen door. And Kate went to see what she was doing, and right on the other side of the screen door was a, a diamondback poisonous rattlesnake. We live in the desert in Arizona, the mountains, but the desert. And the, the, the snake, the diamondback snake, was all coiled up and hissing and, and jumping around at Baby, and Baby was inside the screen door, the kitty, jumping around and, and at, looking at the snake. So they were kind of having a duel through the screen door. And Kate came back and got me, and I, I walked out there, 
and there's a blasted diamondback snake right at my front door, and we live in a in a uh, building that has quite a few older, real older uh, gals living in it that are crippled down. And <clears throat> so I, I, I knew I had to get rid of the snake, or at least do my part. I'd never come face-to-face with a full-life, full-grown, four-to-five-foot diamondback snake before. And as I opened up the door, the snake moved off the side, the side of the sidewalk to the left. And I was able to, it was far enough away, so I wasn't in danger, so I, I stepped outside. And I was watching the snake, wondering what the dickens am I supposed to do with a, with a diamondback rattlesnake. Well, we, we called the, the police, and uh, they said they'd be down. And I'm standing there, and we waited, waited, waited. And finally, I went and got my chair, and I'm looking, watching the snake, and he's coming towards me, and I pled the blood of Jesus over him, just instinctively, Howard. And mm-hmm. then the snake withdrew and backed up and curled up and sat there. And I went and I got my chair, which sits next out in our little patio, and sat on the sidewalk. And for the next two hours, while we're waiting, while we're waiting for the fire department to come to get rid of this snake, every time the snake got up, I pled the blood of Jesus over him and commanded him to go back. And I've been teaching spiritual warfare for years, but I've never been a one-on-one doing spiritual warfare with a snake, for Christ's sake. <laughs> and, and this snake just obeyed every single time I... I, I commanded him to, to, to behave. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, a, what a dramatic teaching it taught in my life that, that the power, the authority of Jesus Christ, of the power of the Holy Spirit, of the authority of Jesus Christ, it even takes, the, takes power and total control over the, over the natural, natural fallen spirit world. You know, I think about that story as the devil being called a, a serpent. And, uh, greater, greater is he that is in us and he is of the world that you quoted. And, and we can take charge of what the devil might try to pull in our families and in our own personal lives and our communities and whatever. I'd like to talk for a few minutes more about that authority that, that Jesus gives us, Howard. Because yes. when we're, he promises us this authority. He promises us in Hebrews and Romans and First John again. And Amen. this authority is a very real authority that every single Christian, there are no exceptions, who are saved and walking with the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. You already have this Spirit to say the commands that I, that I mentioned earlier in the program. I, I'm under the authority of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Ghost. I bind, I break, I loose all demonic, and I cast them out of, away from our bodies and minds, and I cast them out of this house through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. You have Amen. that, and they must obey. You have that authority right now. Teaching about spiritual warfare, Howard, is all about teaching someone how to get in position to make those simple state commands. Yes. Once you're in position, you have the authority to make all the commands that we talk about in the Biblical Spiritual Warfare Manual. You have the authority to communicate with the Father, as we mentioned in Hebrews 4. You have the authority to communicate with Jesus Christ, as we mentioned in Romans 8. You have the authority to request things from the Father. Yes. Wow. You have a, we, This is the one blessing, the one authority of, of the Holy Spirit that most of us tend to concentrate on. When when we're when we're in need, we we have, we are in the right position to place our needs 
in front of the Lord, John chapter 15, verse 16, gives, show, tells us that we have the authority to request these things from the Father, and He will respond in His time, not necessarily in our time, but He will respond. And He always, always, always responds, Howard, either with a yes, my child, this is what you need right now, no, my child, this will not be good for you, or mm-hmm. my child, Sometime you you will receive this, and you're just going to have to wait patiently. Amen. <laughs> That's the hard part for all of us. <laughs> Sometimes the waiting is what gets you in trouble. <laughs> That's right. And we also have the, the authority over all evil spirits. Yes. All, all evil spirits. And um, in Mark 6, um, chapter 6, it says, And these signs are to follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with a new tongue. Wow. Wow. Not only isn't the, the body of Christ being taught that we have that authority, but the authority over all demons, wow. That means the fear, the hate, the ugliness that, that you encounter Every day, you can insulate yourself from folks by pleading the blood of Jesus and believing in him and taking command over the, this world that we have to, to walk in every single day. And it's going to get more ugly every day as we walk through these things. We also have the authority over the physical universe. Matthew chapter 1 talks directly about we have the authority over our surroundings. That's a very deep subject and actually a topic for a whole other show, Howard, which we may not have an opportunity to do. Um, Well, we'll we'll see what the Lord does. We have the authority to heal. Yes. I'm I'm not going to go here very much except to say that my wife and I, and I'll give a personal testimony here, Howard. If healings aren't happening around you and in your family... I ask the question, why not? Mm. Because mm. if you're walking with the Lord Jesus Christ under the authority of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Ghost, and we bring our sicknesses, we drink, bring our physical ailments and dilemmas to him, he promises us that he's going to take care of us, Howard. Yes. Does that mean you that know, every single thing we pray for is going to get healed? No, it doesn't. At least not on our timeline, and that's always our human dilemma, is that we want it now. Yes. Well, we're at our other break. I don't know this thing's going so fast, and we get seem to get right on a good point and have to go to a break again. Uh, this is uh, Howard Eugene Wright, Living Water. We're uh, interviewing uh, Thomas Holmes on TalkZone.com. Let's get back to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Thomas, I appreciate you being with us this, today, and, and I know it's taken out of your busy schedule to do this, and I really appreciate it. And before we uh, get uh, going beyond uh, 
or program or anything like that. We don't have time for you to tell about the your information and and the way that people can get your books and can get your uh, get started on the program that you have with uh, the Joseph Plan. I'd like for you to give that information out now. Well, thank you, Howard. And folks, there's so much to learn, and there's so much being mistaught or or not taught in especially American churchdom today. And I'm not speaking about every single church. There's many churches in America and, and around the world that are teaching the Word of God and teaching the truth about what it means to be a saved, spirit-filled Christian and what, yes. what, what the Lord has for us and will be showing us even more and, and pouring out upon us even more as far as authorities and protection and leadership in these days ahead, as the demonic rises all around us during these last days that we are now walking in. Yes. Howard, if, if, if anyone wants more additional teachings, we offer a free eight-week, which happens to be 40 days. We didn't plan it that way, but 40 days to spiritual warfare completeness um, on site. We just go to the Joseph Plan, T H E Joseph J O S E P H Plan P L A N. The Joseph Plan, which is taken out of Joseph out of Exodus in the Bible, where he he showed the, the king of Egypt and showed the people that they needed that they needed to prepare. They needed to prepare for the for the seven year drought coming ahead. But we need to prepare for the battle ahead. And yes. that's thejosephplan.org. Once there, on the top of every page, there's a, there's a, a message bar. And on that message bar, it offers a free spiritual warfare training. You'll receive one email every five days for, for eight, eight, uh, five day periods. And you'll have about half of, or not half, but you'll have a great deal of what the teachings that we have available on the entire website and in the book. Now, we encourage you strongly the Biblical Spiritual Warfare Manual was an accumulation of about eight, year, eight, nine years of ministry on the streets that I spent in Mesa, Arizona, around um, 1998 to 2004, and 2006, actually. And it's an accumulation of teachings that I received from two particularly wise teachers that I had. Teachers are very important, folks. They're very, very important. Yes. And who you listen to, is very very important because and and I'll bring you back to to one of the the uh, main key points we have in the second portion of this program, which is to have discernment between right and wrong, discernment between solid teaching and, and not solid teaching. And the, the, we try very very hard with Joseph Plan. We're not perfect. I'm just a, I'm just a guy. I'm just a man like you are, or a woman. You know, I'm just a person. I can make mistakes also, but we try to stick as close to the gospel as we absolutely can, and our teachings are all available in two books, actually. One of them addresses specifically the spirit of fear. If you're walking in fear, please contact me. We have a complete teaching how you, if you're a spirit-filled, born-again Christian, can walk without fear every single day of your life. And it's a blessed, it has blessed so many thousands of people around the world and we offer it to you. It's um, seven bucks if you can afford it. If you can't, just write me and we'll send it to you. It's no problem. 
And we also have a free download that, that um, speaks to the works of the flesh, Howard. And we don't have time for all these things mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. But the works of the flesh are where the devil is confusing the body of Christ probably the most today. Yes. As, as uh, just living together and not being married is, has become socially acceptable within our society, our churches now are filling up with un- unmarried couples mm-hmm. and not taught that they are living outside of the Word of God, outside of God's commandments, outside of the blessings of Jesus, and outside of the availability of this authority that we're talking about. Because you cannot have a complete authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and be shacking up at the same time. It's not going to happen. That's right. By by accepting any of the... the, uh, fleshly desires that, that uh, the, the Bible talks about into our lives. We are excluding ourselves from the blessings of Jesus, from this authority that we're talking about of Jesus Christ. And it's a free download. Just go just into the website, and it's, it's, it's called um, The Rapture Forewarning. It's The Rapture mm-hmm. Forewarning because it's, what it talks about is, are, are you confident that when the rapture happens, that you're going to be taken home with the Lord on the first shift, <laughs> the rapture shift. And yes. That, that is a very serious question. But it also addresses, are you separating yourself from the authority of Jesus Christ? The living in the authority of Jesus Christ should be every spiritual warfare warrior's primary goal. And to do that, we need to be in Jesus, in his ways, in his yes. commandments, we need to be a student of the word. And I'm talking about need here. These are have-tos. These aren't just little suggestions that are nice in a, a Sunday morning uh, sermon. These are have-tos, folks. Amen. If you, want, if, you want to, if you want your life to be free of the demonic of, as far as um, him controlling you and be in a position where you are in command of the natural world, the demonic world, you need you need to be in Jesus Christ, which is how we started this program. And there's many different teachings available in the Joseph Plan about how to be that person, how to shed out of your life, which all of us can do through the power of Jesus Christ. Any of us can change. 